Welcome to the Alight on Wellbeing podcast series. As life at home and at work converge, employee well-being has never been more essential to maintaining high-performing organizations. At Alight, well-being is at the heart of how we operate and serve our clients. We believe in the connection between a healthy mind, body, wallet, and life, grounded in inclusion, so that all employees live their best life at home and at work. We're glad you could join us today to learn the latest and greatest on employee well-being. Let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon to everyone. This is so exciting for me. This is this is so fun. This is going to be such a great show because this is almost like the the second half uh, from our technology extravaganza we've had here for December. We're giving out holiday gifts left and right. Uh, so this is the second half. If if Joffrey uh, was talking about our ability to to impact more positive decisions um, through AI uh, last last time we talked. Today I have the the other half of the secret sauce, uh, which is is really thinking about uh, user experience and integration and all of those things. So today I'm joined by my good friend Lenny. Lenny, do you want to introduce yourself and give kind of a background on why you're passionate about this? Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, so I'm Lenny Faird. I lead our product strategy for a light work life, our user experience, and our platform teams. Um, you know, this is an area that's kind of, I've seen an evolution for the 20 years in HR technology uh, that I've seen in my career. And, um, you know, it's just getting better and better all the time. You know, the common thread I think that I've been focused on is, you know, how do we use technology to help improve people's lives and decision making? And, you know, as these platforms get better, it just becomes a lot easier and a lot more fun. I love, I mean, nothing like starting with a very, you know, very deep tech. No, no, no. Complete altruistic. <laughs> Let's solve the world's problems through technology. What a great way to open. For those who don't know, Lenny just got back from Florida, back to Chicago. So we're warming it up in here. Yes, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting cool. hot. So we we are part of a, you know, kind of that interesting generation, Lenny. We all, you know, started with, you know, our grandmothers probably still had dial up phones. And we started with the long cords where, you know. Uh, you know, we had to deal with that, and 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 we've been, you know, getting a chance to get farther and farther down a kind of an autonomous technology path that allows us to 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 really bring the technology with us. But but when we were talking about this in our prep session, you had a a fun angle about thinking about the evolution of of how we as organizations can meet people where they're at, and I think that's a real powerful kind of bedrock or foundation for the rest of the conversation today. So do you want to go down that a little bit and talk talk a little bit about meeting people in the channel of their choice and, and what that progression has looked like to today? Yeah, it's it's been really interesting following employee experience over the years. You know, 10 plus years ago, we were all talking about adoption and how do we get employees to adopt our technology and meeting people where they're at. And so what did that do? That, that led to everybody creating chatbots and mobile apps um, and it, now we have this explosion of mobile apps out there. And as I'm talking to various HR leaders, you know, they're asking, you know, boy, do I need all these mobile apps? Do do want, my people even want all those mobile apps? Um, so it's been uh, interesting to watch. And, you know, then COVID came along and really changed things for us. It really changed our office life um, to, to be working from home and platforms like WebEx and Zoom and Slack and uh, Microsoft Teams, they they really rose to the channel, uh, the cha challenge. They those platforms took off. Microsoft went from zero to 30 billion users 
seemingly overnight. Um, yeah. And, you know, if we look at where employees are really at, in a lot of ways, especially knowledge workers like like us and, um, and, and corporate employees, they, they're in Microsoft Teams a majority of their day. Yeah. And so, you know, as, as we think about that with a light work life um, within our teams, and, and we're, you know, we have integration patterns across other uh, enterprise platforms, but we started to think about Microsoft Teams and how do we bring some of our, you know, decision support and guidance into the flow of work into Microsoft Teams. Um, you know, we came up with some really interesting examples and, and did some prototyping. It was actually a really fun session, um, you know, working with and, and getting some feedback from our clients. Uh, oh, I love so it. We came up with, with some examples like, you know, being able to recommend benefits that you didn't even know you had. They write in Microsoft Teams, you know, with the content written in a way that's not too, you know, it's not going to show up on your screen when you're screen sharing or anything like that, but it's, it's very uh, clever in how we're thinking about that and making it available to make quick updates to your accounts. So, you know, it was a really fun session, really fun to see how this technology has taken off. Well, without, without a doubt, and I think you're really on to something. I think there was a certain level of arrogance that technology had, almost like if you build it, they will come. And, and then we did get into that spot. I just read a Forbes article that the average U.S. company is asking their employees to download between 13 and 17 apps to communicate with them. Most of us have folders on our phone right. of, of, of these apps. that, and, and then they're asking the employee to have kind of do the mental gymnastics of figuring out what app, which is my HSA app versus my benefits app versus my dental benefits versus my vision. And then it gets squirrely because like companies that have historically only done dental are now doing vision. And right. it's, it's, it's gotten really squirrely on that. So I, and, I and think to add, yeah, for sure. One, one quick thing there. Yeah, you know, Microsoft with Teams has actually added another app store. You know, right. So there's an app store on the left-hand side. So as an employer, you could really take a step back and say, you know, which apps do I want to show up in the left-hand side of Microsoft Teams? How do I curate that experience working with your IT friends? Oh, and it's the partnerships. I mean, you you absolutely hit it there. That the it's it's really interesting to think about who owns employee experience because you're absolutely right. I think uh, in a lot of ways, Microsoft for many of us in the in the intellectual workspace own it. Uh, but what's 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 crazy is if we're not in Microsoft products, then we're probably in our ERP system, which is another you know generally that's an I more of an I. T shop just like Microsoft generally would be, or we're in our collaboration tools like you talked about, or we're in all these other kind of, or maybe proprietary systems. So, so this really developing a stronger, you know, digital front door for an employee, almost like we do for our customers. You know, I love the idea of Microsoft, but can you talk about some other things that HR leaders should keep in mind when they're starting to think about developing that, that experience for their employees? Yeah. So, you, know, you you have to kind of bring together a couple of different things. So you have your your HR objectives. You know what what are you trying to do as an HR organization, and what is that objective list? It might be your healthcare costs. It might be your retirement savings levels. Um, you know just employee sentiment, engagement. You know you take all of those objectives, and then you take you know the, the enterprise platforms that you have. You know you have your ERP, your collaboration, all of those different platforms. And I would actually start thinking about that, those as part of your channel strategy. You know, mm -hmm. in many cases, like a marketing communication perspective, those uh, those channels are like email and, and mobile and web. But if you take your your enterprise platforms and merge that in with your uh, channel strategy, 
Well, now you can then craft the experiences you want with all the different vendors that you might have supplying benefits and um, you know different different experiences for your employees. Those bringing all that together is pretty complex. Yeah. And you usually need some help to do that. You know, within a light where we're definitely making it a lot easier to integrate with the different platforms. So you have to have those puzzle pieces at your disposal. Yeah. But it's not Absolutely. easy for HR teams. You know, we're increasingly seeing IT, as you were saying, get more involved and in trying to help out. Um, so that partnership is so key. But bringing all this together is not easy. No. Well, and what you just said there is so key, actually, to the Joffrey conversation that we had because those those algorithms are only as good as the data that they're getting to turn through. So if as part of the integration platform, it's not just integrating a nice front door, but it's also kind of amalgamating all of that data together. Now, all of a sudden, they got a whole lot more stuff to to chew on. And I and I think that's that's exciting. And, and, and in the way that for AI, more data is better. I've also heard you talk, Lenny, on kind of a less is more approach, um, which actually to me is is really exciting at a time when I just saw the latest stats that we're spending 20% more on employees coming out of COVID and they like us 11% less, right? So we're, we're in this stage where I think we thought more was more, but but more is is not turned out to be more. Can you kind of talk a little bit about, you know, the HR efficiency and experience and what else they should keep in mind? Yeah, and, and that stat coming out of COVID is kind of twofold. One is uh, employers were buying more programs, more benefit programs for their employees. And that that was a key part of the strategy uh, to att attract and retain your employees, your critical talent. Um, but what came along with that was more apps, more websites. Some of them had integrations, some of them didn't. So it was really hard to create that employee experience. And as we you know, get into 24 and 25 and 26, what I think is going to happen is employers are going to really look at how do we take a less is more approach? How do we use the enterprise platforms that we already have for our employees? How do we use AI? Because yep. AI is going to take all of this data and make it really simple. And AI, in general, creates a very simple experience for people. And so if you take all these things and, and use AI plus your enterprise platforms, like a like work life, um, to be able to put them together, you know, the other thing that we're working on, too, is to integrate all of these vendor programs that you've been buying over the years so that they're integrated in our platform. So now you don't have to, as an employer, go through and, and figure out all the integration platforms. You're, expect your enter, enterprise platforms to do that for you. Super ridiculously powerful because that is not an HR department or even an IT department is really not in that business. You know, that that's that's kind of in that weird periphery between inside the company and outside the company. And and generally, most of those folks are more internal and are focused on connecting all the things they have inside the four walls. The cloud has changed that. The availability of apps have changed that. So so I love that, Lenny, especially as we try to kind of conquer some of that overwhelm. Um, that even if, you know, nobody cares if Amazon adds a thousand sellers because they've made this front end so simple, it's just more options. But if you add 10 more options for your employees, they, they can start to care a lot. So with that, any thoughts as people are thinking about planning for 2024, things that they should be thinking about when they're really trying to craft what's going to be their next generation user experience? Yeah, I, I think as you go into next year, 
really take a step back, you know, like us, you know, take all of your objectives, take all, all of your user experience, what platforms do you have available, connect with your IT leader. Your IT leader is your best friend. Um, they're they're going to also take that less is more approach. They're yeah. also going to say, hey, you know what, you could do what you want to do with less platforms, you know, less user experiences, less websites, less apps, and they'll be able to help you there. And of course, you know, we're, we're available to help you there too, uh, to be able to make sense of all these different user experiences, to make it really simple. Super perfect way to end this. I love the idea of kind of going back to Dale Carnegie old school, like mm -hmm. begin with the end in mind, because it's a lot easier to stay focused and not let the, you know, shiny, shiny bells. It's very holiday, very holiday ish, but the shiny bells distract you. Lenny, thank you so much for joining. Uh, I'm really excited about not only what we're doing in this space, but but really thinking about how we can then apply that at a CHRO level, which that conversation is coming up uh, in, in one of the next episodes here. Lenny, thank you so much. Have a great holiday. And uh, I can't wait to see what you guys come up with next. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for the Alight on Wellbeing podcast. Visit alight.com to learn more about how we're connecting work and life for greater well-being. If you like what you've heard, please give us a five-star rating from wherever you listen. 